Hello and welcome back to the Hardly Working Podcast. Nick Russo here and with me as always is... Jeff Madoff. We're here on the eve of Martin Luther King Jr. Day. That is true. MLK Jr. Day's eve. You're listening to it on the milk day. (laughs) The milk day. Yeah. That makes it seem like they're getting milk uh, uh, because Martin Luther King Jr., like what he stood for was milk. Like that's part of... Was that part of the dream? Is that he wanted everyone to get... Uh, yeah, I'm presuming you're listening uh, on MLK Day. I hope you have the the day off because I do, and God, it's it, it feels great. I'm very excited. I mean, now that we're doing CrossFit too, not taking the day off on CrossFit now feels like it's like a it's a double dip. Yeah, like a job that you're like or like a snow day. I'm like a double. Yeah, it does a double dip rest day. Yeah. It's that you're going to be doing the exact same amount of fucking off and doing nothing, but it's from two things. So right. it compounds it, and you get even more rested. From exactly. It. No, mm-hmm. that's exactly how I look at it. And I'm actually a little scared now that our <laughs> coach is listening to this. He would understand. He, yeah, he seems like a very reasonable person when people need a day off. When he told us that he listened to it, I kind of got a little bit worried because he was like, yeah, when you guys were talking about what little bitches you are. <laughs> he's got it. I'm sure he's tired of yelling at us that we're not doing movements right. He's going to be happy. This is also a day off for him. You to know, not have to see us. To not have to deal with some beginners. Yeah, that's true. He's going to get to actually do his job and not babysit. Like even though one he's day. going to work, we're not there, so it's a day off. Exactly. Like it's it's the ceiling on the experience for him is raised a lot. It's going to be good, hopefully. Yeah, CrossFit's going. We haven't bitched out officially, although we're no. like celebrating a day off. I know. This uh, has literally been a week, and we're acting like it's been like a I giant know. sojourn. Like my career is yeah. The aching and pain is less. On, in week two, that's true. Me. Although, well, I mean, there was, there was technically a pretty painful moment in our last session. In our last session, yeah. what are you talking about? Oh, when someone mistook yeah. me for. Do, do you want? Uh, don't ruin it. Sure, go ahead. All right. Well, please take it away. Sure, from the top, you're the one who time. had the perspective on it. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, the three of us are there: me, Courtney, and my wife, and Jeff. And <laughs> Courtney is his wife. Just to clear that up, not me. My wife, Jeff. <laughs> There was some verbiage there that I just wanted to make plain. Where that comma fell. Wanted to clarify. All right, sorry, keep going. Uh, So this guy, I guess Jeff, because it's COVID, we're all separated. And Jeff was like just slightly too close to this guy. So he asked like um, the coach at the time to (laughs) ask Jeff to move over a little bit. And it was Casey. And Casey comes up to us, her name, and she comes up to us. And says, uh, well, he asked Jeff, he asked you to move out of the way. And after the class, he told us how he really said it. And what he said was, was, could you ask that young man to move closer to his parents? Pointing to me and Courtney. I'm your son. As if Jeff In was In the eyes son. of this guy. Courtney is devastated, by the way. Like, <laughs> she's brought it up 14 times today. She's not happy. No. That, I, that, that uh, someone who is technically, I think I'm 13 days younger than her, and she... Got mistaken for my mom. I I know I've said this already to you, but like the big question is, are you a child or are we very old? I think that you guys are old. I think that it's that you guys are old. But there's no way. I mean, as you know, I turned 30 and I'm having a midlife crisis. So this was very damaging. I think that he could tell that you have like a like a a serious, responsible, lost the will to to live energy. And I've got like a youthful, vibrant Still ready to seize life. This was the worst day of CrossFit. This was the hardest day of CrossFit for someone to be like, 
Hey, I saw how you were exercising yeah. over there, so I naturally assumed you were in your 60s. You're like, I'm walking out fine muscle-wise, but the pain in my heart has never been worse. That is so true. Courtney, like, got dressed up, like, extra today. Like, in the old guy's defense, you he the, the listeners didn't see you guys trying to do the workouts. <laughs> that would really answer a lot of it if they could have seen you guys trying to exercise <laughs> to this whole mistake assumed, of age. Yeah. He's like, actually... Could you have him move closer to his grandparents? Because <laughs> grandparents. I'm worried he might have to help them catch the weights <laughs> if they fall too hard. Yeah, that was pretty funny. That was fucking brutal. It's got to be you guys. I mean, I have a full beard. I've never had a longer beard than I'm I do not right now. And it pops out of the old. mask, so he must have been able to see it. I You're feel not like kids have beards. I think that's a compliment to you. Is it really that insulting to be called like old? You seem like you could have a son who is also My age. doing CrossFit. Yeah. <laughs> also doing CrossFit. Uh, Maybe yeah. he thought you had a son at like 13 years old and you're like, you're 40. <laughs> which still doesn't make you feel bad. good. All right. Well, I'm just fishing. And you're, so look, you're, dad, I'm just trying to find you're 27. To make you feel better. Uh, yeah, I'm 20. I don't know what I am in this scenario. Well, it's not good. You never want to screw up someone's age. The only thing that really saved it was that it was in the middle of a workout. So you don't know how delirious this guy could have been. Maybe he was on his last reps and he just like felt confused. Of all the shit we've gone through, like that's the thing that makes me want to quit. Like, <laughs> I'm old, huh? I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, the workout's too bad. No, I was getting bullied by the elderly man there. <laughs> <laughs> you were being mistaken for age. Were they making fun of you for your weightlifting? No, they were making fun of me because <laughs> my posture yeah. seemed like an old man. Yeah. It, was, mean, uh, fair, it was my favorite workout Like soul wise he's not wrong Like he was like oh you just look like someone who really enjoys cribbage And it's like well I mean And that by that's true then you've been a father Since you were 11 years old Right so I mean I kind of see where he's coming yeah, from Yeah he senses an energy That's really what it comes down to Is he's just reading like the auras of, of this situation He's like oh those are the parents <laughs> And to be fair you guys Were giving me a ride So <laughs> You guys tend to give me a lot of rides all over the place, which is basically like a parent. So maybe he thought you were a child. Like, oh, clearly that boy isn't old enough to drive. What kind of grown man approaching right. 30 would take a ride every yeah. day? From Ooh, he's been coming in every day with them in their car. I get in the back seat. <laughs> yeah, you get in the back. I do look like, from the outside looking in, I do seem like your child. I actually think that this guy had a lot. This seems like he's actually kind of perceptive the more <laughs> I think was, about it. He was like he's onto something instead of just like assuming you weren't a child he was like well i mean he does sit in the back seat every time they come yeah and no grown man would act like this yeah exactly he's only been coming with so them. it is you being the child and less us being i'm the, the child in most of my with most of my friends who are couples uh, i'm the child the beard is the... is the startling part that he would assume you were the child is... yeah but he can't see i am masked mostly you know also like you're fairly what are you like five ten yeah, five ten and a half, ladies. In case you're measuring, there's a lot of heightest ladies out there. So I've got a, I've got around it. That's what I'm told. When you're on the app, sometimes you send their bio. This is like notorious, but sometimes on the apps in their bio they say, uh, "Don't swipe right if you're under like six feet." I feel like that has to be a joke. Like I feel like it's not a joke. That would be a very mean thing to tell. Somebody. They don't joke with their love life on these apps. But that's and then they don't like. Okay, you could be six feet and then you swipe right. That's what you're allowed never to gonna do. Answer. Yeah, but that's what you're allowed to do. To be mean, it seems to... so mean. Why would anyone want to swipe someone that mean? Well, because they're good looking. Oh yeah, that's and true. they're above. If you're a six foot and above, that's not you. Don't really 
see that as an insult. I think. In I, fact, you probably feel good about yeah, yourself. Yeah, you're like, I made it. Exactly. You're as like, someone who is in the over six feet. Exactly. Club. That's yeah. a compliment to you. So you are five ten. Is that what you are? Uh, I, I'm no, I'm six feet. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm five ten and a half. I'm going to keep saying the half. Just I'm okay. going to be that petty. That's what makes you sound like a child. Like I'm twenty. <laughs> I'm six years old. How and old a half. are you? Twenty one. Twenty one and a half. Yeah, that's twenty one and three quarters. I'm five ten and a half. That's honestly yeah. really embarrassing. It's better for you to say five nine than five ten and a half because it makes it sound like you're really reaching. Like you're you're very self conscious about being. There's five, something ten. about actually. There's like a thing of where a guy gets eventually short enough. I actually respect him a lot. Short, is there like, something about like, like it, this man is shrinking? There's like an area with someone's height. It's like okay, if you're a man and you have a height range, it's like if you're from the range of five eight to five six, it's like okay, that's just like a an unfortunate shortness. But anything under five five, and you go in life, like that's something about that. I feel res- like I respect that man because I feel like that's when Napoleon complex kicks in, and those men they just get like very alpha personalities out of like. They need to evolutionary. I think what you're describing are like, like people with dwarfism, right? I mean, no. How tall do you have to be to not have dwarfism as a man? Five five is not dwarfism for a man. I don't think. No, 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 no. Five five isn't. But like, something I, about, I guess I'm confused at what you're getting at. I'm thinking about like like short guys who have like ripped muscles. Like, I think guys who are who are shortness they they somehow own life. Like all the short guys I know of a, of a certain like height they are very they will compensate for their height with like larger than life personality i think and i think that that's like there's a certain thing to that but then if you start to get a little bit up you're just like a normal guy who's just not that this isn't a theory i really thought out that much before the episode no it certainly doesn't sound that way i am on little people of america to find out what the official height of of dwarfism yeah i can't imagine it's that it what can't is be what five, is the five. correct what's the politically correct term is it is it it can't is it dwarf yeah or not mid I mean it's certainly not major right well the last time that the council had a meeting I believe they said it was dwarfism I'm not sure I feel like I'm using Game of Thrones uh, law here where I'm using dwarfism you are not on trial for being a dwarf <laughs> yeah dwarf dwarf is so okay here we go in some circles a midge's term for Portion of dwarf, however, the term's fallen in disfavor, considered offensive by some people of short stature. Dwarf, little person, LP, or a person of short stature. I think little LP. Per- yeah, uh, that sure sounds so offensive. I think little person. There's sounds- an LP in the room. <laughs> First off, like it sounds like you're talking like. First off, anything you said when you whisper, "There's this in the room." It sounds. Like, sound- that sounds like you're talking in like a. You're like in a tactical group trying to assassinate someone. I had three LPs in the room. Three o'clock, six o'clock. Enter at six o'clock. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take out the LPs. I think little person sounds the most offensive. Little person? Yeah. Like it, it sounds like it's insulting to call someone little, isn't right. it? Because like, they're not people? <laughs> no, like like little like in emotion like, or like anger. And right, stuff. Like, right. You're just a small man. Like I would think that would yeah. be offensive. That does seem a little bit. You know what it is is I think that like those conventions change around it. Like little maybe didn't mean... That's not what you would think little meant. Right. And now it does. Yeah. So you have to update. You got to update. I'm very sensitive to the idea that you got to update what you call people. My brother pointed out that a lot of times on this podcast, we always have to. Is that offensive? We always like are trying to figure out what's offensive. And we're careful not to offend. But yeah. like we're probably it's probably just. I feel disaster. like as long as we put it out there that our, our intentions are good, then 
when we eventually get nailed and canceled, at least we won't look like assholes. We'll just look dumb. You know right. what I mean? Right. Like they'll be like, we have to cancel you, but just because you're stupid. Right. We because know you're harmless, but you are you're you don't know what you're we know, we know doing. it wasn't malicious but you sound like idiots i've had friends tell me that friends who listen to the podcast have been like you know you guys just don't know what you're talking about and i'm like you're the one listening motherfucker. <laughs> that's true that's not our fault we never claimed expertise in anything um except crossfit except crossfit and uh and awkward speaking of actually there's something i need to follow up with in previous uh episode that we talked about last week uh after your Playboy debacle, mm-hmm. where well, not even yours, but after your grandpa giving your brother a Playboy, um, I I got a text from my mom recently, and she said, "Yeah, you know, we have a Playboy in our house." Oh, with, she was listening to the podcast. Yeah, she listened to the episode, and then she texted me about it. She's like, "You know, yeah, we have a Playboy at our house. It was your father's." Does it Goldie Hawn? I'm like. Why does everyone have no, a Playboy? No, didn't she say it was Pam Anderson, not Goldie Hawn? No, oh, it was, was Goldie Gold- Hawn. No, mine no, was she Gold- said it was... Ma- she initially said Madonna. And then she was like, no, 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 we have one in there with Goldie Hawn. And I was like, what? Maybe, Why? Maybe we. Maybe they maybe have it's like the, the, same, the one. same issue. It was Goldie Hawn in every, every Playboy or something? Maybe this issue was really is a collector's item. I'm not sure who it was. Maybe I misunderstood the text. But for some reason, apparently every family has just a Playboy in the house. Like, it's Game of Thrones and, like... Every house has its own, like, sigil. Every house has its own Playboy issue that it passes down through the generations. <laughs> My grandfather passed this down to me. Exactly. That's apparently what's going on. I mean, that is literally what happened. This I don't know why you would say looks that. Like. Wow. Hmm. Um, I think she was a Bond girl. Goldie Hawn. I think. I honestly have no she seems idea. She, I think she was a Bond girl, but... Well, you can find out when you go home. I want to know ask, why... I'm read the article. If I can get the pages unstuck. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> that was not going to pair well with me saying, ask your mom. And you're like, I'm going to try to get to the point where my mom feels uninclined to listen ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you're trying to push her over the edge. Well, I hope that it's. Uh, I feel like uh, saving that magazine is something your dad would have done. I don't think. I mean, I guess maybe it's Having like it. Yeah. A magazine just seems like such a weird purchase. It seems so. I just can't get behind a magazine because so we live I, in the internet. Yeah, now. I'm so glad I live in this era. Imagine walking into a store, being like, yeah. "Sir, I'll take two of these right yeah, here," yeah, yeah. and like they're Playboys, and he's like, "Yeah, that'll be I don't know, fucking ten cents, whatever the fuck they cost right. in the fifties." Well, it was it was enough that people felt like they needed to save them. <laughs> like that was it was like, hey, I, this was an investment. I'm not going to throw this out. You know, it's, it's like good money it's like eight this. pages of dirty paper. Yeah, I spent good money on this dirty paper, and I'm going to keep it. But you don't. You could just it you does could buy seem, another piece it, copy of. It, no, you can't just buy these. Yeah, yeah, yes, you yeah. can. You can buy. No, I'm saving this for my children and grandchildren. <laughs> it seems so archaic. Yeah, oh, like a Playboy, like, and you like keep it under your mat. I mean, and I get the idea. Like an 11 year old might do that. Yeah. But then, like, <laughs> a grown man being like, here's all my magazines right here. Yeah, I guess it's. I guess there's some meaning to it, but it just seems crazy to me. Also on the subject, so there's something I else I wanted to mention to you on the podcast. I actually think this is this, this covers a lot of different topics uh, that we like to talk about on this. Um, did you see that there was an, an issue of Batman, a Batman comic, uh, that recently sold to an auctioneer for $2.2 million? Worth every penny. That was, there was a article, it was like the first ever Batman, and this dude, 
he was a, a collector and he sold a, a comic book, a book, again, a, eight pages of dirty paper. <laughs> Same thing. For $2.2 million. That's enough money to be Batman. Yeah, like it's more money than Bruce Wayne had. <laughs> that, yeah, that's like Bruce Wayne, like that is enough to get equipment and fight crime yourself. Maybe that's why he bought it. I think so. It could like, be. Like, my identity will be That's an investment. It. Fuck Playboy. Do you think Pass that down guy, Batman Do you think that guy also collects Playboys? Like, is he just really into magazines or just Batman? I don't know. I wanted to, I mean, hopefully he's, I don't know if it would be better or worse if he was just into Batman. 2.2. If he's that, if he's spending millions on Batman, you know he's into porn. So I guess that. Like, he's probably not married. I couldn't read. I was reading an article about it and it didn't say who bought it, but it said the guy who sold it. First of all, the guy, he was a collector. The guy's name, first of all, was uh, Billy T. Gates. Which is just a Bill hilarious Gates. Billy T. Gates, but he specifies that he's not Bill Gates with like the like how Michael B. Jordan is like I'm not Michael Jordan with yeah. the B. He's like I am Billy T. Gates. But, you know he you know because he's also another rich Bill Gates. He's like I want to be clear exactly. Well, he's a collector, and I actually think he he actually passed away, and I think his son was sold it, but it was like his. He had it for years, and he just put it in a mint condition thing. That's the investment you want to make is comic books. I don't know how you what? invest in that now. What? <laughs> Last week you were talking about how Bubby gives you a book on stocks, and you're like, "No whole new outlook on life." Comic books—that's where you. I, this invest. is now. That's why you should take this seriously. I've been reading up. I'm educated on how to invest. You want to so invest? You think these Playboys are worth something. I mean, how, what is that profit-wise? He's probably spent ten cents on it, and then he makes two point two million dollars yeah. profit-wise. That's. There's no way to know how much it is. There's no system of measurement we could use to even determine, but it's a lot. It's a crazy amount. I mean, that's like the golden. You just that's like when you buy a comic book, that's just what you hope happens. Cuz if you're going to keep it that well, you're immediately like I'm going to put this in a thing. I'm going to preserve it. I'm not going to read it. It's like uh it's like in 40-year-old virgin when he's right. just been collecting those things for years and years. So kudos to the family of Billy T. Gates for selling Batman. And my mom, I was I was talking to her about it, and she was like, wow, that's crazy so much money. It's not like it's a Van Gogh. And I was like, well, listen, uh, I don't think that any Van Gogh paintings have been made into movies lately. So That's a good point. Uh, Matt, uh, Matt, what's his face? Ben Affleck has not played any Van Gogh paintings lately. So none of those are going for 2.2. They'd probably go for more. I don't know what Van Gogh goes for. Probably more. Probably more. That's also something that my dad had. He had a Van Gogh of Goldie Hawn. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure art is made up. You ever hear about this? Seen this? You heard? About I've heard this? that art is dead. Like no, the, like fine art, like the 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 trading of art mm -hmm. at like the high level, like the millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. It's like fake. Like they're not really worth that. Like I, I don't know. I read something where it was like art. The inflated crazy, like not that art's worth nothing, but like when someone buys a painting for like $4 million, yeah, like it's all about like just inflating other people's art. Mm -hmm. So like they basically are like generating a market that doesn't like naturally exist. Like it's, it's a very specific community of people. It comes from nowhere. Yeah. Like it's the same people, like, well, the same community mm -hmm. that like keep inflating the price of art. So like someone comes in and buys it so then they can sell their art for like, oh, now it's worth six. Like they buy it as investments. Cause like yeah. regular art is bought cause you're like. I really like this painting. It means something to me. I see something in it. It makes me feel a certain way. You put it in your house. Yeah. But then like the high end art is uh -huh. like, is like not that 
it's like specifically a, like almost like a scheme to like just in, it, it, it's, it's an, like it's stocks. An investment. It's yeah, like it, buying exactly. stock in a company. Exactly. Right. And they make it two million. So someone will come in and be like, I'll buy it for three so they can sell it for four. And then yeah. that guy, like they all agree that they can do it. Yeah. Well, I guess if you think about it, isn't that what isn't an art collector just like a fancy stockbroker? Yeah, that's the idea like, of, that's of the like whole high thing. high price. Yeah. yeah, like what? Um, uh, oh crap! I forget who the lady. There's a there's a museum in Boston. Um, oh my god, the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum. And Isabella Stewart Gardner was an art collector, and she was like supreme. She was connected to people, and she literally just bought artist stuff. But she was like a socialite and all this, and her whole occupation was buying and trading art. So I guess it is like she was like a fancy like yeah. that's like a financier. Who lives like on Wall Street, but art collecting makes sense if you think about it, because like eventually it might get so you might have a piece that actually a museum will just be like, hey, we want to buy this from you. No, it's specifically private because like a museum, museums don't buy pieces for like four million dollars. They don't. So have is that, that kind the of thing? So okay, so that's why I always in movies. This is not as you can tell that I'm not like an art person because I'm like, <laughs> oh, so that's why in movies when <laughs> art, that's like why in movies when they're like, oh, we have like. Um, if it's like a short episode of like Sherlock Holmes with like, oh, the museum had the painting and it was lended by the collector Floria McDoria. And they're like, yes, she lent it to the museum and the painting was stolen. What the fuck are you talking about? I feel like this makes perfect sense. <laughs> that made no sense. <laughs> I'm saying me. like in like when a museum, I, heard, I literally heard sound, when like a museum, Flora when a museum, that, I mean, that was a joke. When a museum gets a art collection they have it on loan from the collector. Oh, is that, is that true? I didn't know that. You don't you even haven't heard of that? No, I thought like a museum gets a piece donated and they put it on display. Well, yes, that happens, but I think there's also a thing where like a collector will actually loan it out to museums and they'll have it for like a month and then eventually it goes back oh, to the sure. collector. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's like renting it out basically. Like a like a, a oh, chicken like, in a cockfighting like ring. Kurt Russell, like Kurt Russell, so Kurt Russell and Hateful 8 is like playing a fiddle and he's, I've never seen the film, but he smashed it, I guess. And it was like, they, they wanted it to be like authentic. So it was like, they gave, they borrowed a Stradivarius from yeah. like, um, they're literally priceless. Like you can't put mm -hmm. a price on them and he breaks it. And the museum was like, um, that was a priceless like fiddle. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, sorry. And like, they were like really pissed and they stopped like, wow. giving Hollywood props. Cause they didn't want to break it. And of course it just doesn't die. What's his face? Make hateful eight. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And he like, you know, he's like so anal and wants his movie to be part, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. So maybe like that, like the museum, like they donate pieces back and forth. I think or, so. Yeah, I think so. And I think they keep track of the pieces too. Because, well, I'd assume so. <laughs> well, no, but not even that. Like they keep it in touch of, um, like have you ever heard, uh, again with the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum, there's a really cool story about it actually where there was some type of, um, some type of, uh, uh, there was like a break in and people stole paintings from it. It's kind of famous and the paintings were just missing and they didn't like, cause part of it was that, uh, the, you can't actually mess. Part of the reason Isabella Stewart Gardner left the, her house to the city to be a museum was she said, you can't touch it at all. That's like a condition of it is you can't fuck with it. And the paintings got stolen. And so they actually can't do anything to the parts of the museum where the painting was stolen. So there's like these, mm. the these things got like the the thievery was the even thievery, such a part of history, right? The thievery had to be preserved, and I think that some of the pieces like later got found and stuff. It's really cool. I might get into art now because it sounds kind of like all romanticized. I don't think you have the money to do it. I'm not saying I'm going to buy art, but I'll just like read about it on Wikipedia. <laughs> I mean, like I'll read it on the toilet tonight, and that's. I'll read it. about it on Wikipedia. I had a thought. 
um, in the shower this morning. I like one day I'd like kids, but I don't have any kids now. Mm-hmm. Um, you thought about that in the shower? <laughs> okay, get you, come on, get your head out of the. You day. said it. I haven't finished. Oh, clearly. Um, <laughs> oh man, I need to just stop. Um, I was thinking about this, and it's funny you bring this up because you're bringing up all the Batman stuff. If I died, like I don't have a kid to leave anything to, like my house. I kind you have of, me. I kind of feel like come it'd on, be Dad. Cool to, <laughs> It gotta be cool to leave my house to like um like the orphans for boys or something. Like I, I wouldn't it be cool like to You be would wanna Batman? make Wayne Manor? Yeah, like I make this Wayne Russo Manor. Manor. Yeah, Russo Manor. Yeah, but who what orphans are you gonna leave this to? Like I think it would be like something like ah, like for chubby Italians. For chubby <laughs> yeah, Italians. Like Russo Manor for chubby <laughs> Italian boys. The Russo home for human cannolis. That's <laughs> yeah, what you would exactly. basically leave. Like you come here, it's to. like if you want to eat human cannolis, <laughs> come here. You, you want to cannolis. eat human cannoli? I mean, you want to leave your home to be an orphanage <laughs> no. that people can come and eat Italian children. No, what no, no. the fuck is wrong no. with you? Not eat human cannolis. That's- hey, Johnny, you want to go to the eat some human cannolis? They got a new boy in town. We can go eat him. I don't know why they're also why, like... Why are they the Taco Bell dog now? Yo quiero human cannolis, man. <laughs> okay, that will definitely get us canceled. Um, <laughs> listen, that was a good Taco Bell impersonation. So, okay, let's play out this scenario. So, you die, very unfortunately. Everyone said... I don't like this scenario Courtney already. decides that they... She cannot live in the house. No, no, like for whatever reason, like we both die. Okay, like obviously Courtney would get the house, right? And, you know. No, no, no. Okay, fine. So f- the house. Courtney it, makes more money than me. Like I, I know, like it, everything is already hers. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're talking about Courtney giving you. She's like, this is my house. Yeah, she's like, I let him live. She's here. like, you don't get to choose what happens to this house. <laughs> yeah. All right, so both of you perish in a very unfortunate CrossFit accident. Where, <laughs> and so you you basically you you have a deed. You leave a will. Let's just say the day before. You're like, will, I feel yeah. bad. I'm, I'm a little worried about this. Uh, Mar- this. Mars pushed me extra yeah. hard at CrossFit. I'm like, I got to go I'm right a, to my I, I'm a little worried about this strength of the day that I'm doing today. So I'm going to. So you write a will that says this uh, house has to be used for blank. Who who are you leaving it to? Uh, well, I, I Italian see children. <laughs> just Italian. Any Italian kids that want to move in can move in. I feel like orphans would be cool, but I'm not an orphan. So Italians, like, they actually need to move in and then knife fight for the house. And then whoever wins the knife fight gets the house. No, but wouldn't it be cool? You never hear about people doing that. Because I don't think that's I don't think it's that practical. First of all, I can't imagine tax wise that the government likes you doing that. Like the bank wants the house back. They don't want to give it to some fucking human cannoli. Kids. Oh, that's right. I still have a mortgage on it. All yeah. right. In this scenario, You've I've paid, paid off the house. You sold the Batman comic for $2 million. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've paid, paid off the house, house in this scenario. Yeah. Cause hopefully okay. I'm not dying tomorrow. So hopefully I right. die. after. Okay. This so this happens in uh, 40 years. <laughs> yeah, sure. Fine. I, I 70. Sure. Right. By then you'll be 90 years old. <laughs> All right. <laughs> According to that CrossFit guy. Yeah. So by then you'll, so you'll leave it. And then, so you'll say this is going to be deeded to the town of Swampscott. No, I don't no, feel no. like I know, no, but no, no, no. like, 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 like a school for extraordinarily gifted youngsters or something like that. Like, not to Swampscott. They'd okay. fuck it all up. So you'd leave it to someone to like chubby Italian boys United Inc. or something <laughs> like that. Okay. Okay. Because I'm not. It's an a noble goal. I. It's we could maybe make it a little bit more specific, but I do think it's a good goal. I just, you know what I mean? Like, no one ever leaves, they always leave their house to, like, 
a kid or they right. just die and they sell it off in the state. You apparently don't have any chubby Italian children yourself. Of my own, this yeah, except for apparently you. And I think... I am no chubby Italian. I am a skinny little Jewish boy. <laughs> I think it would be nice... Well, I am Italian. Like, anyway. Wouldn't it be cool if you open up the paper and you're like, oh no, Nick died, blah, blah, blah. And then you're like... In the Swamp Scott Reporter, it's like yeah. he donated the the estate of Wayne Manor to. I mean, Russo but it's supposed Manor. to right. So the thing is, though, Bruce Wayne at the end of Batman, he leaves his mansion to orphans who were like him, like emotionally. Well, that's the problem. I'm so who orphan. are you going to leave it to? That's why you I need ch- to leave it to youths like you. Youths. So who are you leaving this orphanage to? Well, that's why I came up with Chubby. That, Chubby Towns was as far okay. as I could get. Okay, so uh, the Nick Russo uh, home for. Um, it, Italian video game playing. I don't think I play any video games. That's the thing. I can't like. There's no but, like, identifying uh, trait of me. Okay, so Italian. You and then you like have just maybe things. I turn it into a CrossFit. Well, that's definitely not going to be what you're remembered for. <laughs> that, that definitely won't be the case. I guess that's true. I don't because we did it. We did a secret Santa today like a social distance secret santa mm-hmm. and i always thought i would be easy to buy for but i was told that like i'm hard to buy for because i don't have like a thing like i'm not a bruce wayne orphan and i don't have like a thing yeah that's kind of bums me out yeah but i think that i mean i'm shitty at fucking giving presents well you didn't get me a present i know that but i'm saying i would have had a hard time with giving presents i feel like you could what would you get me for a present if you had me uh i would get you um a Playboy? No, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I would get you a thing. I'd get you a, a a coupon to try a bunch of hobbies so you could get a thing. That's what I would get you. A coupon? A coupon to hobbies? Thanks you know, hobbies dot com. Why? I hate people that say coupon. Oh, I don't even know where that how that starts. I, I don't like. Get I it. don't know what the region of that is. Who read the word coupon and was like coupon? Coupon? Right. I don't get it. I I don't you I know when you say it the other day, I don't so. even know a word that like is spelled like coupon, and like is cute like cupid is very specifically c u p i d. I don't know where cupe comes from from c o u p coop. But before we go, I wanted to ask you uh, one last thing, which is you you recently switched uh, telephone uh, oh devices. This is pretty big in my life. You've made actually. a switch, the biggest switch a phone user can have. You went from. Android, mm-hmm. you were a lifelong Android user, and now you're using iPhone. I've used every, like, between me and Courtney, we've used every Galaxy. And we have, I think we, well, we don't have all of them, but we took a picture once. It was one, two, three, four, all the way up through 10. Yeah. And I never got the S20 because I was just getting jaded by it. Yeah. So this time around, I got the iPhone 12. And this is big for anyone that knows me. I've been a big iPhone hater for a long time. I want to see what all the fuss was about, see what the other side was. And when I went into T-Mobile to get it, I shit you not. The guy tried to talk me out of it. He was like, well, and I like, I, I mean, maybe he, obviously he doesn't know this, but like I do like phones as a hobby. And he was like, well, 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 like, are you sure you want to switch? And I was like, yeah, you know, like I had to give him a reason. Like it, it had a check in order for him to ring it up. And I, he was like, well, you know, like there's a lot of features in galaxy. And then I was like, yeah, I'm aware. And he was like, you know, it's sometimes difficult for people to switch your age. And I was like, okay, okay, hold on now. Like, I'm not a boomer here. Like, I know I'll be able to do it. And he was like, I'll just, I'd be, you know. He like, thought there was a technological barrier. Yeah, like you? he was like, can I ask you why you're switching? As if like I were canceling my gym membership. Like he was like, can I ask why you're switching away? And I was like, well, I'm not leaving T-Mobile. I just want a different phone. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, he like fought me on it. And he was a Galaxy user. And then like there was another iPhone user who's like, finally, he's coming over to the side. And he told the third guy, and they're like, oh, he's joining the Empire. It was like a whole thing. They were really that against it. Yeah, it was a whole, it was a whole thing. See, because the reason I ask is because I'm also a Galaxy user, and I feel like I've been lamb like people who have iPhones just so vividly hate people with galaxies. Mm-hmm. I've heard so much about it. That's true. And it doesn't seem like a big deal to me at all. I I know why now. Have you ever noticed all those iPhone users that let me start by saying I'm enjoying using the iPhone. But now that I've experienced both, I I can see I can see the light now. I can see clear. You and, you've become radicalized towards the iPhone. No, no. So, you know every iPhone person I, was, I wanted to know why you were wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> I'm a visionary now, Jeff. That's why. I clearly. Uh, have you ever noticed every iPhone user who like gives Android users shit? Have you ever noticed they never went from Android to iPhone? They've only used iPhone. Yeah. And it's because they don't have the confidence in their own intelligence <laughs> to be able to use an Android device. So they're like, switch to an iPhone because I'm so afraid. Oh, of really? <laughs> yeah. Like anyone who's went from like, you know, they have an you iPhone. You think they're from dumbing down. Yeah. The like phone the, come down to my level right. on an iPhone. Like no one's ever been like, I tried Android and iPhone. Like, like this is you're the a loser. Common for denominator. Yeah. They're just like, come down to the iPhone level. It's like, haven't you only used iPhones? Yeah. And that, yeah. The one they always complain to me about is the green text. Because the well, Galaxy on, text being shows on up iPhone, on iPhone is being, green. Being on an iPhone for like three days. So marginal. I'm, I'm starting to get it. The blue text is whew, way better. Because it means you're on iMessage. That's such a little tiny thing. Like, but no, like you can do other things Everyone in who tries iMessage. to say these tech companies don't just establish monopolies all the time is just lying. Who says up. that? That's 100%. No, there's people who are trying to say they don't do that. This... I, I Apple literally was like, we're going to, to make it re- our competition seem revolting. And we're going to it's get, all we're, we're going to gaslight. Apple. Of course, it is. We're going to gaslight the the comp the opposition. The, the terms and service is like it's so make sure you hate everyone who has an Android. Yeah, basically. Well, the funny thing is, they were like the better they actually phones show up for in your so contact long. with a racial slur next to their name. As yeah, well. yeah, like like a human cannoli. They make them green because they're like, I want you to personally separate this person from the rest of your contacts and they treat do. them differently. They do. They like they marginalize them like with like a little green text. Yeah. Just well, like a Gestapo. Oh, how come people with Androids don't have like a, a little profile picture? We replaced that with the poop replaced emoji. Replaced that with the poop emoji, yeah. Replaced that with a like a just a tiny little like fuck you. Yeah. Now that I they can do see that the on purpose. Both. It's I I now know it's those strict iPhone users who are not competent enough in themselves to be like they always iPhones better. I've never used anything else, but I know I can't. So, right. Yeah. So you now, because you were lifelong, you're the one who got me into smartphones, mm-hmm. and you were always like, Android's better, blah, da, 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 mm-hmm. and you're now going a 180, and you understand. I think there's pros and cons. Okay. And now, iPhones come a long way, too. So. iPhones have come a long way. I think iPhone is the closest to just being in sync with everything, because iPhones can sync to things that I don't think Androids can sync to. No, that's not true at all. Well, that was the only thing I They sync to, like, way less things. Is that true? Well, because Androids are Google. Like, Google powers so much more mm-hmm. than just, like, you have to have Apple stuff. Sounds to me like someone's regretting their choice. No, I I, I thought I would regret it. Yeah. And, the, again, the big reason I did it is because, like, my nieces and my mom can only use FaceTime because one of them is very young and one of them is very old. And that's so. <laughs> uh, and uh, that's two sides of the same coin. Yeah, exactly. And that's an iPhone thing only? You can't FaceTime on Android? I mean, you can video chat through Duo, Skype, but they don't Zoom, have a specific Facebook, but they just don't have FaceTime. 
and like because they're all. Well, so what's users, FaceTime? Is that just, it's another? It's like Zoom, but it's like it's the a video brand call. name Zoom. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, okay. It's a video call. I get what you're saying because they have. See, this it's is it's like again. our Samsung one. You know how yeah. we could video through the Samsung? It's the exact same thing as that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So but, you had to get it because your family has it. Exactly. See, this is the brilliance of fucking right. So Apple. they they're just just making you get right, their shit. Right. So it's like. And I was talking to them in the store. I go, how many people like switch from Android to iPhones? And he was like, more than iPhone go to Android. And he was like, it's because they're like, oh, everyone in my circle has an iPhone. I guess like I'll just. And that's why I did it. Because you're like, I guess right. I'll just get a fucking iPhone. Man, see, that's peer pressure of yeah, iPhones. Android, I've never heard of an Android person be like, oh, you use an iPhone? I'm not going to text you. Right. Whereas I've heard like every iPhone user. Yeah, that. I've been. I've had people complain to my face about my texts. Like. They're like, do you know the hardship that I went through reading your gross green text? I had no lie. When I got the new phone, I, I got seven people say like, hey, what's up? Oh, my God, you're blue now. You've come. Yeah. And they were like, welcome to the. Yeah. Like you just you they've missed first seen you and you've lost weight. They're like, oh, my God, you look so good. And then they get really defensive too. like, I'll be like, hey, how do you put this thing on silent? They're like, well, it's pretty cumbersome. Actually, you have to go into settings and do it. And then I'll be like, well, that's kind of like dumb and they're like you're dumb like i've insulted their family how dare you yeah nobody likes to have their phone fucked with it, that's I, fair people don't like their thing to be like the shitty thing well your phone is also, technology is a point of pride like people use their phones more like more than their family like you could say whatever you want about my wife oh, but yeah. the second you insult my phone that's yeah. where i draw the line in fact i wrote to my like i wrote to my wife on my phone most of your phone yeah, time. You spend the most time with your phone. Is your family time. It really is crazy. Yeah. It's a lot of shit. I need to figure out an upgrade situation. My phone's getting a little bit uh, old. Not really old, but it's like worn. And I drop it like constantly, which I don't think helps. Um, I don't think I'm going to switch to the iPhone, though. I think I'll probably get a Samsung. You were showing me the new Samsungs. They're now doing... I thought that the next one was going to be the Samsung Galaxy 11, but now they're not. Now they're doing like what cars do. And they're doing the Samsung Galaxy 21 since the year 2021. So I might have to get the Galaxy 21 because um, I'm not ready to do it. You know, the problem with that is the not not you switching to the 21 with naming it. I think you <laughs> pretty soon run into the problem that now that's what I call music had. Which is what? How's that for a throwback? You guys remember now that's what I call music? <laughs> remember it was Neither like now that's what I call music. It was like a album like of songs. And then they were like. Two and they were like, let's three. keep this going. Yeah. Three and now they're on like, I'm like not even kidding. I think they're on now. That's what I call music. Like 124. I think, <laughs> I think they do like subsets of now. That's what I called music. Like they do specific kinds of music. You know what I mean? They're like, no, that's what I call music. Like hip hop. Like they don't just do the year. They're like, now that's what I call music. Pirate shanties. Like they very specific. They have very specific like genres that they'll do it for. Um, I feel like. I remember the last. Now that's what I call it. What? Go, do you know what the last? What did I say the last one was called? Uh, forty six. What was it? What is it? Oh man, Th these can't be right. Oh goodness, I'm looking at all kinds of them. This is now. That's what I call music. A hundred and three. And it's called now. That's what I call music at one hundred and three. This one, I don't know. I'm seeing all all of them. There's so many of them. Very offensive in the year of coronavirus to what? be one hundred and three. I don't think I get it. That's okay. That's one's for the the smart fans out there. That's fair. So, what's the most recent? What are they doing now? It looks like music. I'm seeing now. That's what I call music. Released October twenty third, twenty twenty, seventy six. 
I that's a lot. That could be the most recent one. Volume. Yeah, because it was volume. Like, volume two. Remember, that was... And each country has their own. So, okay, so that's why. <laughs> really? They have, yeah. they have like, a now that's what I call music, Indonesia? That's what this seems to be telling me. Uh, let's see. I've got... Now that's what I call music. There's Bollywood. a lot. There's Benelux, Canada, Denmark, Finland, France, Greece, Hungary, Israel. Would you ask for oh, I would love to hear, now that's what I call music, Israel. There's Saudi Arabia. Wow. Is Now that's what I call music, Saudi Arabia 13. That's what they're on. <laughs> So do they like, does that mean that they cover American songs just in Arabic or do they do famous songs in Saudi Arabia? I feel like we need to find out. Because if so, we should listen to some Saudi Arabian music. Now nah, that's what I call music. Now that's what I call music. All right, well, let's wrap it there. <laughs> we might as well. Uh, we're going to do some research on Saudi American music <laughs> and get back to you guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, happy MLK Day. Uh, hope you guys are good. Hope you guys are safe. Hope you guys are healthy. Please like and subscribe, rate and review. Tell a friend if uh, anyone you know wants to listen to a goofy new podcast. We're always happy for new people. Other than that, we'll talk to you next week. Bye.